You're about to listen to episode 33 of Fresh Flop. If they decide to not hit pause or stop now. Don't do that. Don't do... Don't listen? Well, well no, don't hit pause. Don't hit pause. Oh. Uh, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Hey. You're doing great. <laughs> What's up to our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the Geek Nation? You're listening to uh, a revolutionary podcast. Uh, I don't know what you're laughing. This is revolutionary. It's revelatory. Revelatory, revolutionary. Um, We we talk about comics. And we don't just talk about comics. We talk about... We, we discuss the importance, the, the versimilitude, the, the types of narratives that draw you in in comic books. Uh, but we do it specifically in the small window of when they are new as periodicals. Some might call them floppies. Yeah. And we, we are here to determine which level of freshness those floppies are at. Yes, which level of freshness. The, the, the levels of which um, are arbitrary. Completely and, made up. And uh, the change on a dime. From book to book, <laughs> they might change. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about all the comic bo- or some of the comic books that came out this week. Um, spoiler free. Yes. Uh, and you're going you're gonna to like it. Or else. Or else. Or, or we'll come get ya. <laughs> Titan's Beast World. The epic event starts here from Dawn of DC. It's a number one. It's by Tom Taylor and Yvonne Reese. And uh, I'm going to, right, right off the bat, the... Um, presentation—it's a thicky. It's like a double thick kind of book. Uh, yeah, it's a—it's a—it's not quite a double issue. Um, Maybe forty-eight pages, forty pages. But the the cover is not um, cardboard. It's not a—it's not a. No, it's a cardstock. It's a good baby. Yeah, but it's—it's got—it's thick. It's nice. Um, so, uh, Tom Taylor has been writing Nightwing, which is mm-hmm. our one of our favorite Agree. books on the shelves. And then, to my delight, he started rating the Titans. Um, to my dismay, though, I have not kept up with the Titans, and I've only read like the first two issues. But here we have Titans Beast World, which is a crossover event. Is it called a crossover? If it's not, I mean, it's going through so, several miniseries. It's a no. I don't think it's, it's a crossover. I think it's. I think it's a, a just a Titans. Folk or DC event, yeah. because in all the crossover books, they're all one shots that yeah. they they're not taking over other books. That's a good point. Crossovers are taking over the other books. I don't even think they're taking over Titans. Like well, there's t- a- Titans is part of it. So yeah, Titans number seven will be part of it. Oh, there you Titans go. Number six will be part of it. There's a nice six and seven. Check, checklist. That's back. that's the only book. The that's the only like main title that it's crossing over with. Other than that, no. The very first thing on the top of my yay list was Yvonne Reese's back drawing a book. I feel like I haven't seen him for a while. I don't know where he's been. Uh, well, he was doing Bendis' Superman. Yeah, that was years ago, right? Yeah, it was like three years ago. Yeah, maybe he was taking a little snooze. I don't know. But hmm. he's one of my favorite contemporary artists, and I was very happy to find out that not only did he do the cover, he also did the interiors. And it's a glorious, gorgeous-looking book. And I was surprised at how much I enjoyed this. I shouldn't have been surprised because I love Tom Taylor, but from the I have you know the stuck in my crawl about Dark Crisis, which mm-hmm. Josh Williamson, a big uh, DC event, and then um, there was Lazarus Planet, another DC event. I straight up interrupted his thought because we found out that the recording was him in a wind tunnel. Turns so, out you need to turn your mic on. Yeah, it turns out turns Ugh. out we need to actually like test things before we yeah. start. But you know whatever. 
<laughs> what did you think of Titans Beast World? Um, Titans Beast World was radtacular. No, um, I hate that word. Um, I I was predisposed to enjoy this, and uh, they huh. were correct. I'm I'm been reading Titans. Um, the issue five ended with a uh, uh, an interesting cliffhanger. Okay. Uh, that led immediately into this book, uh, and I was wondering like how important that would feel or be, uh, and it was it was mildly important. Uh, the brother blood or father or blood daddy. The uh, he's got a new name, but apparently like you know they're they're redoing the church, um, and then it's revealed at the end of issue five that he's secretly a Tamaranian. Yeah. Yes. Which is immediately the beginning of this. Yeah. So you don't necessarily need to know that, but that was like a cool little reveal that happened in the Titans book. I did not know when we, when I opened up this book who that guy was. That, yeah. I didn't know that was Daddy Blood. That's the only, Blood, uh, yeah, and, and um, Garth, no, yeah, Garth, Garth. not Gar, Garth, Garth. Uh, Aqualad is under oh. his spell. So oh, yeah, all of that right. stuff with okay. him being a blah, blah, blah. Right um, on. But yeah, that, so that it, it only mildly connects. You don't necessarily need to know just that they're cult people yeah um, yeah it's, that's what i i was like okay cult got it and then Corey immediately is just like that is a titan of, of tamarian and blah blah, yeah. blah yeah so you're good everything's explained um this was cool and i i feel i was so scared for garfield yeah i i'm so worried about him and that is awesome yeah like yeah. he's a character that's grown on me I, normally he's the jokey kid you know so um Really, his relationship with Raven mm-hmm. and sort of the tiny little beats that they give them peppered throughout this issue, I felt it. I loved so it. So, again, in, in issue five of Titans, um, I'm going to talk about these books together because I read them together and they do kind of lead into each other. They set up some – I don't. I haven't read tons of Beast Boy or tons of Titans, mm-hmm. but they set up some really fun rules for how Beast Boy transforms. Oh. Like, he can become a swarm of bees. Great. What? But if some of them get stomped on or killed, just a little bit of him, he says he feels a little bit of a missing or a little, oh. like it. They're setting up parameters yeah. uh, and rules to kind of how and what he can do, even though he could do great things. Yeah. Even in this issue, the uh, so it's it's kind of on the cover, and also it was in the solicits, so I don't feel bad kind of spoiling this part. He has to make himself very, very, very big, yeah, <laughs> the size of a conqueror of yeah, sorts, yeah. yeah. But in order to do that, he has to do it in increments, and it hurts. Yeah. So, like, he's got to become a whale first because yeah. he needs a bigger brain in order to, like, like so yeah. Tom Taylor. Yeah, Tom Taylor is setting up um, rules. He's yeah. setting up rules for Beast Boy. It, like, if it's a different mass, he has to, like, inch up to it or mm. scale down to it. If he's a swarm of bugs and some of them get killed, that is parts of him. Yeah. Like, he yeah. feels that. Like I love that. So reading that, and then how this issue turns out, I'm like, oh fuck, Garth. Oh, Garth. No, no yeah. Garfield. No. <laughs> um, uh, which but, is a, a plus. Like yeah. that, it, the fact that it's emotionally affecting me in a comic, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is great. And also, I just like the Titans. So I, you know, there are people who are Justice League people, and right now the Justice League does not exist because of the Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, and now the Titans are the main team of the DC. Universe and that delights me to no end. Uh, I can't wait to catch up on it. Um, I just, I just love these characters. I love Nightwing more than I like Batman, etc. So uh, yeah. yeah, I want them to keep the tight, the, keep the JLA away for another year or two. Yeah, for sure. Because like, I don't think the Titans have had a chance to really breathe. Mm. Their main book is only five issues in. This is their first like 
event? large world event. Yeah. Uh, Batman is there. Superman is there. But they're deferring to the main squad. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, good ideas. But what else? Like, yeah. I like this dynamic. I like it a lot. Uh, and I want it to stick around for a while. But I I don't know. I'm sure by summertime we'll be hearing about the return of the JLA. Justice and League, I think yeah. that might be too soon. I mean, it's not like the characters are gone. Batman's no, here. All, Wonder Woman's I, I'm, here. I am very much digging how... D- Aside from the rando nightmares, yeah, night Nights, terrors, night terrors. Aside right. from something like that, where you literally stop the books for two months, yeah, I really do like how they're dealing with the dawn of DC in general. Like everybody has a corner and they're they're digging in it. It doesn't something that happens in the Titans book is not it's not explicitly being reflected in Superman, mm. but you know they don't contradict each other either. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have to have like explicit connections but you also don't have to like make everything inorganically <laughs> sound stupid i this is i like this a lot and this i wanted to keep going for yeah. a while i like yeah. the way it ended it was a nice surprise and for this me. is only a two-month event great that's probably where ivan reese has been yeah just drawing this for yeah past three just, years yeah like they pre-solicited it forever ago <laughs> well i'm on board i'm gonna check yeah. it out yeah this is fun um and then speaking of catching up on things amazing spider-man we've been catching up on that the zeb wells run uh, the much beloved Zeb Wells run. I, Everyone I, is touting it. I cannot go to any corner of the internet without high praise for this yeah, book. People, yeah. people are beside themselves. They're they're naming their children Paul. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> <laughs> they they yeah. can't. They love jackpot. They uh, yeah. rec rap. I've seen rec rap tattoos everywhere oh, on man. faces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the most popular I've ever seen. Peter Parker. <laughs> uh, so Amazing Spider-Man Gang War First Strike. It's a new number one. And it's kicking off the Gang War event. That's going to be basically just in the. Spidey corner? Well, no, let's say the ground levels of Marvel. So it's going to be running through Amazing, Luke Cage, Spider Woman, um, Daredevil, but also their own little miniseries. So it's not it's Daredevil Gang War, not Daredevil. It's Luke Cage Gang War, not Luke Cage. I don't know if all of that is completely necessary. It seems like a very big event that's going to go through fe- March. Um, 26. Too many. 26 issues. Um, I'm, I'm calling I've, it now. Too many. I've seen worse. Sure. <laughs> I didn't read them. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Where, I think maybe Death Metal was the worst. Oh, I was, that was say like, Star Trek? That was actually like 49 yeah. issues yeah, I'm trying to of remember things. What, what um, the War of the Bounty Hunters was. In War of the Bounty Hunters was only like maybe like 30. 38 or something 30 like that. Something, like 35. Yeah. I, so everyone that reads these events needs to understand something. Oh. The event itself is usually self-contained in one book. Mm-hmm. For this, it's going to be the Amazing Spider-Man book. You can just read that. Yeah. You you do not have to feel required to read everything with the banner. Yeah. Just pick and choose what you want to read. Mm-hmm. Because all of the complaining about like, why is there so much? Why is there so much? You don't have to read it. Right. You should just chill. Like, I, I am reading the Omega Alpha issues or whatever, which is what we're going to talk about. And Amazing Spider-Man. I like some Chang-Chi. Maybe I'll pick that book up. Yeah. Um, I li- like, but do I need uh, the way that these always work? And I, I, it blows my mind that people still don't understand this. The way that this works is you've got a main narrative and a shit ton of side stories. Yeah. If you're under the pretenses that the side stories are required reading, stop. Yeah, you don't need to. You you do what you want. You read what you want. Just be very, just be very clear with my mic jumped at me because he doesn't agree. <laughs> just be very clear with your retailer. Like, yeah, I would want. like this. I would not like this mm-hmm. because you're going to get it all or you're going to get none of it. Yeah. 
Um, so what did you think of Gang War First Strike? Um, I think the story is dope. I think the art is hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like it goes hard? Um, it, or it's hard to take? It, it's hard to take. So like I think it's like five artists. Wait, oh, is there? No, there's only like two. Joey Vasquez and Julian Shaw. Um, the book starts out strong. It's a it's a very no. It doesn't start out strong. I I'm I did not like the art in this book. Um, but I loved the story. Oh great! And I loved the Miles and Peter of it all. Oh, the Miles and Peter was my best was my favorite scene awesome. actually. I I loved the they, they've been setting this up for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Um, with Randy Roberts. I'm sorry. Yeah, Randy. Randy. Yeah, Randy and his girlfriend. Janice. Who Randy and Janice, uh, who's the daughter of Tombstone. Tombstone got is is in a coma, so she's fighting to keep her dad's territory out of loyalty. Um, at the same time, De- uh, Devil's Reign begat Fisk's Law, which is no vigilantes in New York. Right. Um, so they're trying to to reverse that with Luke Cage as the as the mayor, but it's not working. And it this is this is just fun street level spider-man shit mm-hmm. and i loved it loved it loved it like I, I love all of the the gang leaders fighting i love um the miles and the miles and peter conversation i love um i love that <laughs> i do love that luke cage as mayor i think in other stories it'd be like i'm fixing it mm-hmm. but i think we all know at this point that nothing is easy in politics yeah so he literally is fighting to get a small delegation to maybe think about voting on the law again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's oddly realistic to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, I was less interested in the actual gang war itself than I am the little moments that are peppered mm-hmm. throughout the, the issue. I really like... Yeah. Yeah, the Miles and Peter. I really liked um, Randy having to talk to... Janice. Janice, who is also the... Um, what is she? She her, beetle something. The beetle. Yeah, she's is the new it beetle. Just the beetle. Yeah, just oh. the new beetle. Um, and uh, stuff like that. And then uh, the stuff that Zeb Wells has been doing with um, Robert Robertson mm-hmm. and Tombstone over the past twenty odd issues of mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man has been really fun too because they have a long storied history from like the eighties and nineties. And now their children are dating. Yeah, yeah, engaged. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I. I there's a there's a twist reveal that's pretty grotesque that I was I wasn't surprised by I was more kind of like fist pumpy about because yeah, yeah. I really liked the character that was revealed I I love her yeah, yeah I don't I have a lot of experience with her except for like Brian Michael Bendis Brian Bendis version of her. used her a lot yeah um in multiple sto- series mm-hmm. like he used her in Iron Man also oh as a main yeah, foil yeah. in Iron Man which yeah, was yeah. wonderful um yeah I, I I'm I'm enjoying this I, I think this is really fun I. I hope. So I liked. Um, what was the dark one? The dark what? The the dark web. I liked dark, dark oh, web. Yeah, I like. I was fine with it. Yeah, yeah. I like dark web. Um, but I hope and think that this might be a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Like this will be different. Yeah. Um, I, I like when Spider Man goes weird. Um, but this is this seems to be a little bit more back to basics. Like you've mm-hmm. got a small group of street level superheroes having to deal with <laughs> just really shitty people. Yeah. Yeah. The like magia, it. yeah. yeah. Oh, the magia. I, the, the, I really like in the the very first page after the catch you up on previously on. Mm-hmm. There's a, a map 
that tells you who has what, who are the players that are involved, mm-hmm. and what section of the city do they um, have? Yeah. Do they control the underground? Of? It was hella useful because honestly, yeah. up since since Bendis's defenders. I forgot Diamondback even exists. Yeah. <laughs> I, looking at this map, I was kind of like, man, that's a lot of players. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's Amazing Spider-Man. I've been enjoying this run for the most part since it started uh, Hobgoblin has a has a Hobgoblin has a, a, territory? a territory? Yeah, I guess so. All right. All right. I, we've, I think we've been seeing him in um, Miles Morales. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which I haven't had a chance to catch up on yet. Yeah, this is a really fun book, um, and you can just pick this up if you if you if you want to kind of just jump into Spider Man really quickly, mm-hmm. um, without reading the previous thirty issues. Uh, you can just jump into this first strike yeah. issue and yeah. give it a shot. I I really like Zeb Wells' run. Yeah, it's a, it's I, fun. This is the longest I've been reading Spider Man. Um, continually. I love that. Yeah, I've been reading it since I dropped the, off the Spencer run right. around issue twenty eight or twenty nine, right yeah. after Hunted. I can't. Um, this is the longest, other than. Other than Ultimate Spider-Man, this is the longest stretch of amazing and issues I've read. That's awesome. I love to hear it. Uh, Wonder Woman by Tom King has started several months ago. And the reason we're talking about it this week is because they did something kind of neat. Um, Wonder Woman 1 and Wonder Woman 2 came out. They sold out. I think they went to second printings. And now they've done something called the Outlaw Edition, which is a single bound issue, double-sized, obviously, because it's collecting one and two. Together in one issue, and then What's and the actually price point? a a small like a I want to say six page preview of issue three is in there as well, and the price point is six ninety nine. That's that's awesome. They're three ninety nine issues. You actually yeah. save. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, um, I did not read issue two. We both read issue one, and I believe both loved it. Yeah, I'm, I I have read issue one and two. Loved them both. This book is straight up phenomenal. Baller. Just awesome. Very good. Just absolutely awesome. Let's if talk about Daniel Zampere. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we neither of us liked Dark Crisis very much. Uh, but I liked it more than you, and I'm yeah. going to reread it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Daniel Zampere, uh, when I first started reading that series, I was like, oh, I don't really know this guy. He did some stuff here and there. I kind of recognized him, but mm-hmm. I didn't really pay much mind to him. And I was kind of like, oh, he seems like one of those just like a style house, house style kind of guy. Style house. Style house. Style. And... Um, <laughs> But with with Wonder Woman, it seems like he's really upped his game, and uh, it is a gorgeous looking book. Every panel is really well done, and if you like a lot of words, it's you'll a, like this book. It's a Tom King book. It's a it's a, even for Tom King, I was like, man, there is a lot of a lot you, of words. In there's this. some current Tom King you're not reading that is, oh, are right. novels compared to this book. Danger Street, like uh, yeah. yeah, Danger Street. Even uh, Penguin is uh, yeah. pretty mouthy. Um, but, but it wasn't. I wasn't bothered. I, I sat no, there. I was involved the whole time. It's I was a bit of a absorbed. meal. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm really, really enjoying this book. Daniel yeah. Sampier. I knew him a little bit before Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths because he was the Superman. He's a Superman artist for the first chunk, or chunks of Warworld. Oh. And I didn't finish Warworld yet, but I read two thirds of it, mm. and I was like, this guy's. Slick, solid yeah, he's very solid. You're right, more of a house style, um, especially DC's house style. It's yeah. uh, I, I don't mean this mean. It's more by the numbers. DC mm-hmm. house style is more by the numbers. If yeah. you have, a, if you close your eyes and imagine superhero as DC house style, there's really yeah. no like, there's no um, 
stretchiness of the format. It's very, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, this is solid for house style. But I think the back half of Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, I was more impressed with Sampir and I'm mm-hmm. excited about it. Yeah, so I was primed to, to like this book. It's, you know, excellent creative team. I haven't read the third issue yet, but I'm very, Same. very excited. It's basically, um, there There has been a uh, an event that takes place that involves a Amazonian. Uh, can you can you say what, I mean, it's three issues ago. Two she issues murders ago. a bar full of dudes. An Amazonian murders a bar full of dudes, yeah. and then it becomes a giant political, political nightmare because yeah. Amazon Amazonians are ambassadors. Yeah. Like, they're... they're UN ambassadors, they're, they're foreign dignitaries. So um, a very reactionary American government decides to export and de- deport, sorry, deport, deport yeah. all Amazonians, no matter what they are and where they are. And it just becomes a giant political thing. Um, yeah, and, and she's basically going to head-to-head with Sergeant Steele, yep. who's a little bit different than I remember him being. You know, maybe I'm thinking of him from, like... Um, I don't remember him at all. Oh, wasn't, yeah. he, wasn't he one of the dudes in... Um, the, uh, what the hell was that book? I don't know. Justice League. Um, Farts. What? No. no. International. Darwin Cook. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I feel like he was uh, in New that. Frontier. He was like a New Frontier. It was a very different sort of character. But maybe I'm thinking of a very different character. Uh. Anyway, yeah, this dude's brutal. Yeah, um, it's absolutely brutal. Yeah, and I can see that people who Wait, were you don't, thinking Sergeant Rock? Maybe no, no. I know who Sergeant Rock is. Um. But maybe the um, yeah the the um the task force X the original task force X and stuff but um, whatever I, I don't I don't know I, I don't remember Sergeant Steel at all I, I I could see the people who get upset about woke things being upset about this book because she's a strong woman and there's a very there's a very specific sort of well there's a political thing oh, and then there's hardcore sort of men versus women kind of yeah. vibe too um, so uh, but I am eating it up. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, this is it's it's super good. It's also like I I mean I feel like it's reductive or it's it's um it's unfair to reduce this to a uh, specific like theme versus theme hmm. because uh, we we alluded to it before Tom King doesn't do anything uh without thought or yeah. or or without thoughtfulness. Mm-hmm. And that's why the books are usually a little wordier than most yeah. comics because it's not the dialogue. It's the text boxes. It's the interior. Yeah. It's the in- interior dialogue. It's the, it's the the scene setting that is always like very verbose. But mm-hmm. when when you break it down to actually like characters talking to each other, it's usually pretty sparse. That's um, true. But yeah, no, this is it's a meaty book, but in, a, in the, the best way possible. I, I I really love this series. These these his books of the past several years are the ones that made me go. This is why I like reading comic books. Yeah, like no, they, I, I'm they down spark, with that. They respark my enjoyment of the media. Yeah, I, um, they're the series are becoming uh, ubiquitous. Like he's he's always got something going on. Yeah. Like, uh, and nobody talks about them, or at least uh, like out of out of five series that he'll do that are all really strong. Maybe one will hit really hard. Yeah. So like, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow hit really hard, mm. but at the same time he was crushing it with uh, human target Go- human target gotham year one yeah. um uh the beginning of danger street mm-hmm. uh, like I, got a lot of there's, pies there's yeah he's well, spinning a lot of pies there's a there's more there's more um hits than misses for sure actually i think there's in my head there's only like one miss it's here's in crisis oh, oh right i always forget about that book yeah and i don't oh. i don't consider is batman run a miss uh yeah. it's a net positive okay yeah uh speaking of batman Oh no no! Before we speak of oh, Batman, well, let's, let's, speak of let's Batman. speak about let's talk guy. about fire. Um, 
I want to talk really quickly about Robert Kirkman and Chris Somney's Firepower. Issue 29 came out this week. Issue 30 is the end. Oh, my God. It's the last the last issue, and we'll never see these characters again. I really got to catch up. It's Because I forever. love this book. Um, I love this book, too. It's wonderful. It's literally, it's a supernatural kung fu movie. It's supernatural kung fu tied married with the incredibles uh, so it's a yeah, family the, the thing it's, that's it's a when family people come in, yeah. i say it's a little bit of uh the last airbender a little bit of maybe shang chi mm-hmm. um with you know the mystical mountain mm-hmm. kunlun sort of mm-hmm. temple and then the in- incredibles yeah it's yeah. A, a family of superheroes it's yeah. it's fun this is a really really fun book but much like a lot of robert kirkman stuff it's really really fun and then all of a sudden it gets deadly serious but yeah. then it's still maintains its fun it's it's mm-hmm. interesting um i had a customer come in who was like i need something like a feel-good book and i was like what a feel oh i got it yeah <laughs> it Firepower is a really good one the hardcover yeah go um ahead. but uh it's this is a wonderful book chris somni is co-credited like i think somni actually obviously writes with him or breaks down with him they don't delineate um it's it's the best art it's 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 very visually driven um to its detriment sometimes because it'll be mildly yada yada storytelling uh-huh. but just very beautiful and very well done so yeah. you're just like okay like this this does i think this has a couple of kirkman tropes in it that are not my favorite yeah. but the art is just so wonderful and it's such a such a breezy crisp story anyway it doesn't really bother me it's when things become self-serious that the my least favorite habits of kirkman's kind of Mm. bubble to the surface a little harder but this is a great book and i'm positive it's beyond a net positive uh no it's it's this yeah this is a wonderful book this is incredibly fresh i i I, everyone should read firepower it's going to be a a tight 30 issues when it's all done and Anything Chris Somney draws, you should give a shout out I to. like Chris Somney so much that he had done a thing. He does a thing every year called Bat-tober. Yeah. It's basically just different awesome Batman drawings or Batman-related drawings through the month of October. And he had put all the original drawings up on eBay. I went to eBay and I went to the different listings just so I could screenshot the, the pieces and keep them on my phone to look at. <laughs> That's how much I like this guy. Do you hear that, Mr. Somni? JD has stolen your artwork. That's true. Uh, yeah, just look at it. Yeah. Speaking uh, of Batman. Well, speaking of <laughs> Batman uh, off week, uh, last week something came out. We didn't record last week, but something came out that I think we should talk about, and that's Batman Off World number one. From Jason Aaron and Doug Monkey. Mr. Monkey. Yeah. Uh, this is Jason Aaron's debut at DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has never uh, professionally written... DC characters, and he jumped right in with Batman. So, uh, no sp- no spoilers. I thought this book was absolutely phenomenal, but I want to make a comparison. For years, Daredevil was such a dour book. Yes. Still is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you had Bendis' run for like six years, and then Brubaker's run for like five years, and it, or less than five years. But it was... Dark. How dark can we make this book? How much can we torture yeah. Matt? Uh, who can we kill? Who can we make mm-hmm. crazy? Like it, it started to feel like an abyss of a book as opposed to noir. Yeah, which excellent book, but I liked it. Needed a breather. Yeah, and then in comes Mark Wade, mm-hmm. 
and makes it a swashbuckling book, a little brighter. He didn't negate anything that happened before it. Nope. He literally just said, Matt, as a character, is tired of feeling like this. Yeah. So he's going to suppress it and or ignore it. Yeah. And we're going to do this. Like, yeah. it was, Make the it was effort. a lot of people freaked out, but it was a breath of fresh air. And I think it's what the character needed. Now, it was a great run. My problem with Batman over the last couple of years is that it is it's not so much a dark book but it's you're not allowed to have fun with it Mm. batman's not allowed to have fun batman's not allowed to do anything outside of the borders of his specific rogues gallery Mm. and he's always the uh the asshole in the room and blah blah blah. Mm. i read this and i immediately felt like reading that first issue of daredevil from mark wade where it's Mm. like oh my god batman's allowed to be an adventurer batman's allowed to have fun Batman, like the characterization, the, kinds, the, yeah. the confines of his character, his characterization, and also his motivation for being off-world is yeah. so very Batman and yeah. so very like myopically Batman, where yeah. it's so stupid. But yeah, no, he would do that because yeah. he's yeah, because <laughs> he's that obsessed. Because he's insane. Yeah, <laughs> but the story itself is almost like swashbuckling adventure, mm-hmm. and his narr- like his inner dialogue, is quirky and f- mm-hmm. almost funny. Yeah, and I. I absolutely loved this. Mm-hmm. I loved every fucking page of this. Yeah. This was one of the coolest things I've read in a couple of years. And it certainly does not hurt that Doug Monkey drew it. No. Oh, this is this is like dude, man. good I Monkey. Love, like yeah. there's sometimes when um he's ru- like Doug Monkey's rushed, it'll get really really sketchy and really liney. Yeah. Um but this is like Real super thick. tight. I think he's he used to yeah, I think this. It's. I love this book. I, yeah. I. I would. I could give this book to literally anybody. The first sequence of you know it's Batman in this ship. Yeah. The, there's a derelict ship in space, and then these you know um, soldiers have to kind of board it and find out what's going on. The leading up to the reveal is the funniest scene. Uh, like these monsters take their masks off and then you start to hear Batman start strategizing and there's just a really good punchline to that scene and it made me very happy. Yeah, you you pulled me aside just to show it to me. Yeah. I had not read the book yet and you're like, read this. this yeah, just read this, read, this read these two panels. Yeah, this is great. And I went, oh yeah, now I'm excited. Yeah, I, sure. Jason Aaron, um, he did something similar like this with some of the Avengers runs where he'll take... Uh, a very silly he'll take very silly concepts and then kind of make it as um tonally playful but yeah. grounded as possible and i this that's this entire book pretty metal it's very metal jason aaron does very metal things mm-hmm. very metal comics um i not I, shout out to punchbot punchbot i love punchbot <laughs> punchbot give me some punchbot action figures is, is my favorite character in this book um so. yeah so like this is i think this this book didn't wasn't necessarily it was obviously on our radar because we like Jason Aaron, but I feel like this book in general hasn't really been no, talked about much no. and it's off people's radars. There's a couple of extra copies at the shop. I've been trying to push it on people like, look, it's a mini series. It's not a huge commitment. It's incredibly fun. Yeah. Give it a shot. And um, I'm hoping to hear some good feedback. This book Same. was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Ditto. And what are you what are you looking forward to this week? Oh, I'm looking forward to getting caught. I've been off a couple of weeks, so I'm looking forward to getting caught up on stuff. I, I want to get caught up on... Um, uh, Penguin, Tom mm-hmm. King's Penguin. I'm Tom two King. issues behind. I need need to get caught up on my massive verse. I um, oh my god. While I was away, I got caught up on the Dead Lucky, and I got caught up on Rogue Sun. But I need to get caught up on Radiant Black and No One. Yeah. Um, 
There's probably 50 other things. Uh, oh, I want to read Holy Roller. I missed that oh, last yeah, week. Oh, yeah, by Andy... Uh, um, by, uh, it's Rick Remender and Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's something else. Uh, oh, Batman 89 looks kind of fun yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second comic book series yeah, Batman for 89. Batman 1989. Echoes. Uh, looks like a, a... I don't want to get caught up on Superman. When's the most recent issues of that? I think there's seven or eight issues so far. Yeah. Yeah. But coming out this week... Yeah, uh, Penguin. Yeah, Penguin and some massive verse Johns. I'm gonna get caught. I'm gonna get caught up on Titans. Yeah, get in there. Yeah, it's this this um event that ch- kicked off is, is like, I gotta go catch up. Get on in that. there. They're they're very breezy reads. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us, and we'll talk at you later. Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new thunder rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.